Welcome to the Dynamite Marketing Explosion Podcast, bringing quality advice to early stage marketers who want to build their email list of buyers every single week. Hi, Trevor McAfee here and welcome to this episode of my podcast. Today I'm talking with Sterling Valentine. Sterling is not only a successful six-figure marketer, he's also my mentor. As my coach, Sterling has taught me how to make my first sale online and we've continued to work together over several years. As I venture into this new area of podcasting, I've asked Sterling to guide me through starting up my very own online show and have invited him as my first guest. I'd like to welcome Sterling and thank you for being my first guest on my podcast. Trevor, great to be here, man. You know, I've been pushing you to do your own podcast for a couple of years now, and I'm really excited that you're starting to do it. I know people are going to get a lot out of listening to you, and you got a lot to offer, so it's uh, it's my honor and a privilege to be here with you today. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited, and I know we've pushed for this for a long time, so um, let's just kind of get started and get rolling. So for those that may not know who you are or what your background is, um, maybe you can tell us a little bit about how you started your journey into uh, making money online. Sure. Well, I started in 2006 and I've been making a full-time six-figure income every year since then uh, doing internet marketing, basically selling a combination of affiliate marketing products and services as well as uh, coaching, consulting, some web design, information products of my own, webinars, things like that. So it's a great time to be getting into internet marketing because it's really expanded and exploded and it's, as you know, I'm a big fan. It's it's a really disruptive, game-changing opportunity for people to be able to work from home and pull in you know even more than they make at a job without having to leave their house and uh, it's just a great time to be in it I love talking about it I love teaching it and I'm, I'm excited to do this today great and you've kind of pushed me in the right direction I've started to see you know the benefits and um, of being online and being a marketer online so let's ask the burning question you know how do you really start making money online well the thing I recommend to people who you know, it's a, it's a two-part answer depending on where you're at. There's two types of, two classifications of people. There's the people who already have some sort of idea of what they want to get done. They have a niche. They have a, maybe a product offer or something. Uh, whether they're a chiropractor or a dentist trying to start their own website to get more business or somebody with an idea or some kind of niche market that they want to market to. And then there's other people who just see the Internet as a great opportunity and really don't have any particular preference. You know, hey, I just want to make money online however I can. You know, I don't. I'll go with whatever works. So depending on who you are and where you're at, you're, the answer will change. But um, the, in the first category, uh, you know, if you if you already have your own business, then you just want to use the internet most importantly as a lead generation tool and as a relationship builder. So pile a lot of value in there. If you're the chiropractor or the dentist or whatever, just put as much pre-sale value in there as you can. You know, let me know why you're different, better, and special. What are the benefits of working with you? And give your prospects an opportunity to opt into something for free early on to build a relationship with them so that you can have a, a longer range opportunity to market to them before it's time for them to just find a vendor and make a sale. So you want to kind of be there already with good value and good um, information and, and tips and that kind of thing. Uh, if you're in the other category where you just have no preference and you just want to start making some money, then I always recommend uh, affiliate marketing with list building on the front end because you want to be able to get the most out of what you're doing for the least amount of effort. And the challenge is that a lot of people fall into the trap of making their own products or attempting to make their own products or services when there are so many pre-proven, you know, pre-made affiliate marketing products, uh, especially in the info product category, 
that, that have already been created and the work's already been done for you. They've been tested and they're proven to convert and work. So you basically just have to drive sales to them. Um, so I would prefer you build yourself a list, which means just get an autoresponder service, get people to sign up to opt into your list. And we can talk a little bit more about that if you, if you choose to, but um, I'm sure you're going to cover it in another podcast in more detail as well. Anyway, but just build a list and then start marketing the products and services that in your niche that the affiliate marketing, um, that, that have affiliate marketing programs that you can sign up for that are already proven to sell because you're, you're so far ahead of the game and you have, you have to do so much less work than trying to come up with stuff to sell when that's not really necessary, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. And we've talked about list building for a long time, years and years. And you know, I'm I'm starting to get a good sized list, and, and I'm sure you do too. So, um, you know, let let me ask you this. So if that that's kind of the the basis of things is being a list builder, and I want to be an affiliate marketer. So what would be the first right steps for me to become an affiliate marketer? Well, the things I would have you do if you were going to listen to this podcast and then go get started right away, which I highly recommend, is I would sign myself up for an autoresponder service of some kind. There are many good ones out there. Uh, A-U-T-O, Responder, Autoresponder. It's just a, a, an online service that manages your list and allows you to send emails to them because right now is the time of this recording anyway. Uh, email marketing is really where it's at now. You may be listening to this sometime in the future when there's some other uh, technology on on offer but basically the idea of building yourself a tribe is the same you know so whether it's SMS marketing people are starting to get you know phone numbers instead of email addresses or if it's building yourself a large Facebook group or something I mean the technology isn't the key here the, the key is to build yourself a, a list of people who have agreed and given you permission that you can send them information and you, you're gonna have to decide your mix of valuable information versus promotional messages some people are heavy on one side and uh, you know light on the other and it, it's, it all depends upon the vibe of your tribe and and your voice as a marketer um, you know some people do a couple emails a day and other people do one email a month I mean it's just it really depends on you but the point is I would get an autoresponder service and I would look for um, for, for the category of people who don't yet have something to sell I would look for affiliate programs in the niche that you want to get into. So if you're if you're a big golf fanatic, for example, and you say, I really like to make some money online in the golf niche, then go to a search engine and type in golf affiliate programs and sign up for one of those. And just the process of signing up for an autoresponder, just the process of shopping for an autoresponder and shopping around for um, free affiliate programs to join and reading all the frequently asked questions, that's going to be a great crash course education in itself and by the time you receive the information from your autoresponder provider and from the affiliate program go through it uh, you know figure it all out you're gonna be so far ahead of the game and then it's just a matter of actually getting traffic to that which is probably a, a separate conversation but if you haven't decided yet what to do do that and it's just a great education in itself even even getting that part done right and you, you, you know, you had a lot of good points there. A lot of things over there. I'm going to talk about a little bit about information overload because there was a lot of good information there on how to kind of get started. So the, I'm sure there's a lot of steps on getting set up properly, um, having the right setup. Um, you know, they call squeeze funnel. I'm sure a lot of people have heard that term before. So how do you kind of determine what the right right tax tasks are to start building your list? Have that right squeeze funnel. You know, to to be able to offer those affiliate promotions. Well, I think how do you determine the right tasks is always determined by what's the next layer or what's the next um, 
stage you need to be in, what's the next phase. So for example, if you're currently, if you don't have a list, then you need to be a list builder. So that's your sort of shining lighthouse in the, in the distance that you need to get to. You're not building a list, go build a list. What do I need to do to do that? You know, get that started. Once you've, once you've got yourself set up, you're going to have to start, well, I would quickly figure out some affiliate offers to promote to your list. So I would put some messages in my autoresponder series. And if you're doing what I'm suggesting, then the affiliate programs, a lot of them already come with pre-written emails that you can just copy and paste. You don't have to learn to be a writer, for example. You can just drop them in there. And then if you have your squeeze funnel, your squeeze page, and your affiliate marketing promotional messages loaded in there, then the only thing left to do is to start to drive traffic. So that's the next thing. So you have to have a system to drive people to. Once you have that system set up, uh, then you have to start driving them, which is all about traffic. And I think that whether you're in the first category of people who already have something to sell or in the second category of people who don't yet have something to sell, really the name of the game is traffic. You know, I, I always teach a three-step process, attraction, capture, and monetization. I think people get stuck way too many times in the capture and monetization setup phase. How do I set up a squeeze page? How do I set up a funnel? How do I set up a one-time offer if I'm going to use that? How do I do the whole, you know, autoresponder message thing? What do I promote? All of those questions involve the setting up of the machine, the system, the squeeze funnel, as you said. Um, they, they're one and done things, meaning for all the time it takes to learn how to do them, you only do those things really one time. I mean, you can change it as you go along, but you, it's not something you have to rebuild every day when you wake up in the morning. You know, you mm -hmm. build it one time, like you built somebody built your house. You don't have to rebuild your house every day. You live in it. It was built one time and it stays built. So that's that's why I say it's one and done. You hit it and quit it, and, and then and it's made, and you can travel far on on one version of it. What you do have to do every day when you wake up in the morning is get traffic. That's your daily activity, right? That's the thing that you're doing on a daily basis. So. You know, I talked to a lot of marketers who believe they're doing internet marketing, but what they're really doing is getting the pieces together in place, right? Trying, trying to set up a system to do internet marketing. And that's not the same thing as doing internet marketing. That's kind of like saying the building of a house is the same as the living in a house. It's not, you know? So if you find yourself bogged down, like so many people do, like I did for a couple of years in the beginning, um, if you find yourself bogged down and all that stuff, go to Fiverr or go somewhere and just get somebody to help you with the pieces. Just get them knocked out because you're getting stuck on a part that isn't really where the wealth generation is created. You're not going to get rich. You're not even going to make a living setting stuff up, building stuff for yourself. It's a prerequisite to get in the game, but it's, it's not the high dollar return activity. You know, It's just kind of needs to get done. So get it done as fast as possible, as quick as possible. Outsource it. Um, doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to get it perfect. You just have to get it going. And then get yourself driving traffic because driving traffic is the skill. That's the thing that's going to make you the money, not the setup stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, uh, I've, I've been caught in that, that phase too by trying to build that system and you know, you're trying to get the perfect offer and the perfect squeeze page and you know, like you said, one and done. Just get it up there and start driving. You can always tweak it and change it mm -hmm. and make it better. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and you talked a little bit about outsourcing here. So, you know, like time management and prioritization. I know, you know, like a lot of people probably listen to this podcast, like myself, I still work full time. I still have another job. I'm, you know, I'm doing this on the side, you know, but I've, I've kind of put the pieces in place where I can start to do that. Um, you know, but there's, there's a lot of priorities. There's a lot of tasks that need to be done. Mm -hmm. So how do you kind of determine um, what tasks 
go where? Like, how do you prioritize the task? Do you have any tips on time management and prioritization? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we talked about the three-step process of attraction, capture, and monetization uh, many times, you and I. So let's just break it down really quickly. Um, attraction means you've got to find where people are and get them to you. Capture means you have to somehow get them to, you know, persuade them to trade their contact information for something, some free offer, some free something. And then monetization is the series of messages that you send out to them to get them to buy something. So attraction, capture, and monetization, these are really the three big phases. Uh, you, you have to prioritize by the metrics of each one of those phases. And what I mean by metrics are each one of those phases has a measurable result. It has some kind of quantifiable thing in there. I'm going to go through each one of those and you, you're going to order your time and your tasks around getting to these things as soon as possible. So if our goal is to make money online, sales, that's actually the end of the, of the process monetization, then we're going to need people to sell stuff to at some point, right? You need mm -hmm. people to buy the stuff that you're trying to sell. Um, and a little side note, you should always be in the market, uh, in, the, in the business of selling stuff that's selling. Keep that in mind, guys. Write that down. Sell stuff that's selling. You don't want to be selling stuff that's not selling. And pe many people make that mistake. So find the top selling products and services as an affiliate. Or if you're selling stuff for yourself, make sure it's stuff that people are actually buying. You don't want to be out there hawking the wares that nobody wants, right? So it's a small subtlety, but it makes a big difference. Be selling stuff that sells. So with the monetization column, the third step in our system, but really the, the, the first step conceptually, you got to sell stuff that sells. That's sales. That's your metric for that column. The middle column, capture, the part where you get people to opt in for you, that's the thing that's going to lead to sales because subscribers is the metric. So subscribers will lead to sales. You're going to sell stuff. You're going to sell it to people. So pe people are the metric in that case. So then moving backwards to the first step, attraction, that's going to be clicks. Getting people to click to your squeeze page or to your opt-in offer of some kind. Uh, it's going to be you know, a, a large number of people hitting it, and not everybody opts in, and you're going to get a certain percentage conversion on that squeeze page. So if clicks lead to subscribers and subscribers lead to sales, right? Mm -hmm. Clicks, subscribers, sales, attraction, capture, monetization, clicks, subscribers, sales, then your daily activity should be around getting clicks. So are you getting clicks or not? Yes or no. If you're not, start driving some traffic to your squeeze funnel. And if you don't yet have a squeeze funnel, then get that set up, right? So got to get a squeeze funnel system put in place, got to drive traffic to it, clicks lead to subscribers, subscribers lead to sales. If you've got everything set up properly, then your daily activity, your sort of your prime directive, right, your thing that you are spending most of your time on is going to be, am I getting clicks? And how much am I paying for them? How much time, energy, money? Are they qualified? Are they good targeted traffic? How's my squeeze page doing as far as opt-in conversions? Can I tighten that up? Can I do better? And your, your prime daily activity becomes clicks. So did you drive traffic to your squeeze funnel today? If everything's in place, I know it sounds kind of complicated to folks, but when you've got everything in place, you just it's real simple after that. Did I get clicks today? And did people opt in? You know? And if everything follows down the line, then yeah, I got some subscribers. And then sooner or later, yeah, those subscribers, the reasonable person expects they're going to buy something sooner or later. And you'll be able to tell from your measurement of these metrics over time if it's working and if it's not working, where is it breaking down? Am I not getting clicks? Am I getting clicks, but um, they're not opting in? Well, then that's the squeeze page's fault. If they're opting in, but then I'm not making any money, uh, what's happening? Are, are my emails not being delivered? 
are they being delivered, but then they're not being opened, right? Are they being opened, but then nobody's clicking through? You can just follow. It's like following a, a, a diagram like of an electronic circuit or something. You know, the power goes here, then it turns a corner here, it goes here, it goes here, it goes through this thing. Just follow the, follow the path, you know, and, and find out where it's breaking down. But that's basically the, the rushed crash course overview of, of the process to answer your question. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think it's really important. Um, you know, but on the time management and prioritization, um, you know, all the tasks. So, you know, everyone feels overloaded. There's not enough time in the day to try mm -hmm. and get everything together. And I think we kind of lose sight of things because we kind of get lost. We're trying to do things that um, maybe we can't do, we shouldn't be doing. So, right. you know, a question I guess I have is how do you determine what you should be doing rather than somebody else should be doing? Because I know you did mention outsourcing. Well, it depends on your resources. It depends on the amount of time and the amount of money, the energy, the passion, the skill set that you have. So if a guy's a web programmer, for example, already, um, telling him to outsource his web page is kind of foolish because he could probably knock something out in a couple minutes, maybe at least from a technical standpoint, but maybe he does a problem with the, the copywriting part or something. You know? So mm -hmm. um, find out what you're good at and find out what you have the time to do. But really, anything that can be done by somebody else can and should be outsourced. Should be outsourced whenever possible. So if you can, if you have more money than time, outsource everything. Just get something set up for you. Find a vendor to do it, and there's plenty of people that can help you. And you kind of be more of a general contractor and just get everything done for you, and immediately move into the doing of the work instead of the doing of the setting up of the system that you're going to run, which is the difference. Um, if you have more time than money then you can either learn or sometimes trade things. You know, sometimes you can team up with other people. If you're a good, let's say, graphics person, somebody else is a good writing person, then say, look, I'll design my squeeze page and yours if you write the copy for mine and yours. You know, that kind of thing can work. Mm -hmm. um, but ultimately, um, only do what only you can do. And everybody struggles with this. I still struggle with this. This is a lifetime um, you, you know, you, you're going to always have to put guardrails up on the road and keep yourself on the road, and it's easy to stray. So I'm um, by no means, you know, I don't have this problem completely solved permanently for life. You know, I still struggle with it too. But whenever possible, do the highest dollar return activities you can and only focus on doing what only you can do. So if somebody else can do it, figure out a way to get them to be able to do it. Because I know people literally, and I, I can't stress this enough, how many times this has come up. Somebody tells me they're going to start building their list in the summertime, let's say, and I know where they're at as a student. I know what, what they have done. They have a blog, let's say, for example, and they have everything in place. They have the autoresponder service. And I, I might talk to them, see them at another seminar later, or talk to them in the spring of the next year. How's the list building going? And they'll say, you know, I, I still haven't uh, figured out how to get my opt-in form into the sidebar of my blog. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing that has held them back for six months or something. And this happens, Trevor, all the time. And, and that little thing, that little $5 somebody fix it for you thing has blocked your income for six months. You know, it's tragic. So it, the big picture is only do what only you can do and, and write down the phrase, the less I do, the more I make. Because if you're trying to play all the positions, you might have to do that in the beginning because you're, you know, struggling, just getting started. You know, sweat equity, trying to hustle and and put, you know, grind it out and put in the work. That's fine in the beginning, but long term, bigger picture, you you got to make the transition to delegation. And I, you know, this is still something, as I said, I struggle with. A lot of people struggle with, uh, but 
the the less you do over time, the more you make. And if you if you haven't found this out, don't waste the six months that a lot of people have. Go to Fiverr and get somebody to do that for you. I need somebody to put the opt-in form into the side of my block, for example. And you'll get plenty of people who want to do it. That's not where the money's at. It's where it's where the money will be blocked for sure. But doing it and learning how to do it, learning putting years in to learn a one and done skill that somebody else could have done for five bucks in two days, mm-hmm. not 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 going to make you rich. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and you know, one of the things you said, you know, money making activities. You know, do the things that are making you money. Um, you know, that that's a definitely a, a good strategy to have. Um, and I think it comes down to a control. Like I, I'm the same. I like to control everything that I can do. Right. Um, and, you know, one of the strategies that I've used in the past to kind of get around this is you kind of make a almost like a pros and cons list, like a, what I can do, what somebody else can do, and see what you can shuffle around there, and see what you really don't have to do when you can get that to somebody else. Because sometimes it's just you just don't know. You just try to get it done. But I think if you really map it out, you might be able to determine. Yeah, you know what? I don't need to do that. I can focus on something else today. And I can get that done a lot quicker by somebody else doing it. Well, can I jump on what you just said? Because you just said something really, really powerful I wanted to point out. Mm-hmm. You said it's about control. And th- this speaks to the, the heart of the problem here. This is one of those quicksand areas that everybody falls into. And you nailed it. Um, a lot of people think that they, don't, they can't outsource because of finances. But if they looked into it with Fiverr and these kind of places, it's, it's not so hard. The real issue you might think it's a budgetary issue, but the real issue comes down to perfectionism and thinking that nobody can do it better than you and wanting to control the whole process and needing to know and understand exactly how it's done in order to be a good boss and be a good entrepreneur and manage this stuff effectively. And we tell ourselves a whole little story. There's a whole little story of, of pride and ownership that goes along with it. you know. And it's bull because when you drive a car, can you describe to me in intricate detail how the fuel injector and the carburetor work together? Could you build one from scratch? You don't need to know that stuff. You don't even think about it. You just push on the gas pedal. You just operate the thing. Mm-hmm. But, but people treat their online business as if you know, they have to be able to design and build a car from scratch out of spare parts before they could ever drive it. And, and it's foolish. when you, you can laugh when I say it that way. But aren't you, meaning the listener, aren't you treating your online business that way when you do this kind of thing? You don't have to know how every single piece works. Entrepreneurs get things done, but they don't necessarily have to be the ones to do each one of those things. And your job is much more of a of a movie producer role where, you know, the movie producer can produce a movie without ever leaving his office and even getting up in the desk. And he's got two things he uses, the phone and the checkbook. He doesn't shoot the movie by holding the camera. He doesn't write the script or cook the food for the staff or, you know, direct the picture, stitch the dresses. He just sits there and makes sure that stuff gets done. That's what producing it means, producing it like a mother produces a child. You know, may, produce me a movie, pr- produce it and put it right here on the table, you know. You, you need to be able to get things done. That's why they call that person the producer. He's the one who produces the thing, meaning makes it come out of, you know, nothingness into existence. That's your job as an entrepreneur. So if you find yourself, you know, stitching every little piece of code and trying to do every little thing, you're kind of trying to be all things at once and o- overly technician focused when five bucks in a couple of days, boom, it's handled, you know. Be the be the mindset that you need to be a movie producer. Stop worrying about controlling everything and and thinking that you can do it better and you have to understand everything because there's no payoff for that. And you don't understand how you use your car, but you use it every day. What's the difference? Yeah, no, for sure. 
So I think the key to this is do the money making activities yourself. That's mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. that, that's a good one. So, all right. I think, I think, you know, now that we've made the decision, we're going to become affiliate marketers. We've got a system in place or trying to build our system. What are the essential tools that I really need to start making money online? What are the first things I need? You know, um, you know, things are tight. I've got a lot of information. What are the key tools that I really need to start making money online with? I love these questions. I love how, how great you're advocating for your listener. And I encourage you to continue to do it this way because this is, this is what I want in a podcast. This is what I want when I listen to a podcast. I want somebody to kind of keep taking it from the conceptual and, and making it like, you know, actual and what do I need. So I'm, I'm really encouraged. You're doing a great job. And I'm, I'm definitely subscribing to this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. You know, when, when it's up there. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what everybody else has to say. Uh, so what are the tools you need? Well, you definitely need an autoresponder. The, the key here is, the list, the money's in the list. So definitely an autoresponder is kind of like your your main priority, you have to have that. You also have something to sell. You also need to have something to sell. And again, you either are a, a person who's in business that already has something to sell, so that's covered. And if not, then you're gonna need to get some offer. So just go to some affiliate program or affiliate network, such as ClickBank or Commission Junction or something. Look for the top selling products, the things that are already selling. Don't don't start spending the next six months creating a database and figuring out which one you want to promote. And all. Just pick the top ones because they're the ones that are already selling. It's like, it's like the hit songs on, on the billboard charts. Just pick the ones that are already selling and you have that in place. Then you're really going to have to master a couple things. You're going to have to master your information management. So get something like Evernote or Backpack or Basecamp or something. I don't even know if Backpack is still around anymore, but Evernote or Basecamp, you can get free accounts there to manage your information. Um, you're going to need some kind of uh, access to some kind of community like Facebook groups or something, start joining groups. You're going to need Skype to be able to do uh, communication with people or the equivalent of that, whatever that is by the time this recording comes out or that you're listening to it. Uh, and you're going to need a mentor or you know some mastermind group, some, some access to people who are already doing this to short circuit this process so you don't have to try to invent the wheel again when you can just connect with people who have already done it. I would suggest looking for meetup groups in your area. You know, get around other people. Have a constant capture system, a little notepad with you to write down ideas. But keep in mind that everything's kind of been already figured out. You just need to drive traffic to offers that convert. That's what needs to be happening. You want cash flow. You're going to need people buying stuff. So you're going to need people and stuff to sell to them. And you're going to have to get them to your squeeze page to get to a list build as soon as possible. You're going to need to be around other people that are doing this and have a way to get your questions answered. So a mentor would be great. Uh, and really, you know, if you had a gun to your head and you had to make a dollar before the end of the month, you could do it. If you, if you treated your time as valuable as it really is, you'd really, really be focused on the right stuff. Okay, I need to make money. I need something to sell. I need somebody to sell it to. I need somebody to show me how to do this. You could get that done in a day. You, know, you could find somebody to show you how to do it. You could have some rudimentary squeeze page ordered off of Fiverr. You can have your autoresponder set up with a couple messages locked and loaded in there. I know people who have who profess to be working on internet marketing. I'm struggling, I'm putting in hours, don't even have a squeeze page and affiliate offer, autoresponder message, nothing. Not, haven't dri- ever driven a single click. I don't know what you're doing with your time. I don't know what you're clicking on on the internet, but that's not working on internet marketing. Driving traffic to offers that convert, that's what you do. That's the, that's the heart of it. Does that make sense? That totally makes sense. Just before I move on to the next question, I got a hair, but I know you made a, qu- a comment about a mentor, and I just want to kind of say that I know you know you're my mentor. We've you know we've worked 
done lots of things differently or different things together. Um, but I think it really is important being able to talk to other people and bounce ideas off. Uh, you get a different perspective. You get a, you know, it opens your eyes at things. So it is very important to either have a mentor or at least somebody you can turn to and ask questions. So, you know, a lot of people try and do things in a silo. They don't communicate. They just throw mm. some stuff up there and hope for the best, hope it sticks. But I think, you know, being able to talk to other people um, just about ideas to really see where you end up um, is very important. Yeah, I would agree. And, you know, I, I remember reading a quote one time that said, if you think education is expensive, how much is your ignorance costing you? Yeah, that's a great quote. Great quote. So that's that was just kind of my two cents on the mentor piece. But, um, you know, you've mentioned traffic throughout this whole thing. I know it's a daily, daily um, task that you've mentioned there. So let's talk about how important... How important is traffic to this business? I know we've kind of covered it a little bit, but how really how important is it? Well, the thing is, everything's already been done. There's already products for sale out there. There are companies that have very tried and true tested affiliate marketing programs. They figured out all the email copy, the best opening uh, subject line, the best converting headline on their sales letter. Everything's already been done and figured out, uh, you know, till the cows come home. Done already. What they're lacking and what they're willing to, to share 50%, 100% of their revenue on a front-end offer for is the new buyer. You know, that's the thing that they need. They got, we, we got it all here. It's all figured out. What we need is somebody to sell to. If you bring us a new customer, we'll give you 50% of the profits or even 100%. I've seen even 110% commissions. You know, they're, they're overpaying because they know the value of a new customer is so great. They'll pay you even more than the front-end of the product. So that, that's really, that's the skill, getting eyeballs, getting traffic, getting clicks. That's the internet skill as a business person that you really want to develop. Because if you can do that, you can be a mercenary. You can hire yourself out to the highest offers out there and change what you are promoting as you so choose. You know, Because if you can bring a buyer, you need buyers and, and offers. You need people to buy stuff and stuff for people to buy, right? Everybody focuses on the wrong side of that equation. Buyers plus offers equals profits. But everybody thinks they got to come up with a thing to sell. Wrong side of the equation. Jump over the plus sign to the other side of the equation, to buyers. If you can get buyers, you're like the, the most popular girl at school. She can go to the prom with anybody she wants to because, you know, you've got the buyers. There's a, a line around the block of people that have stuff to sell. And you just make another product to sell. You're just another voice crying in the wilderness. You got something to sell. So what? Tomorrow morning, you're still going to wake up and need to get what? Buyers. So I would rather have the thirsty crowd than the lemonade stand. I can get a lemonade stand anywhere. But the thirsty crowd is, is you know, without that, that's the, the catalyst for sales. So focus on getting buyers or, or prospects together. And when you can do that, you, you, you know, you're, you're the most valuable commodity on the internet. For sure. For sure. So, you know, obviously that's one of the most important things, if not the most important thing. So how does a person determine what the best source of traffic is for their niche? Uh, that's a great, great question, Trevor. Um, one thing that I think that people overlook is that, as I said, everything's been done already. There are already pre-aggregated prospect pools. That means there are already groups of people that have been previously put together before you ever showed up in your niche. So if you're a dog trainer and you want to sell dog training stuff, there are dog forums, 
dog discussion boards, dog associations, dog groups. You know what I mean? They're already, you don't have to like go knock on the door to door throughout the neighborhood. It's already, there's already groups to find, fish where the fish are, you know, find where they're at and find who are the aggregators. In other words, who are the shepherds who lead these flocks? Who are the congregators? Who are the people who put these people together? And then try to, you know, JV with them, make a deal with them, get in touch with them. Um, you know, you may find if you're in the offline side of things, like we were talking about the chiropractor or the dentist, go to the um, local chambers of commerce or something like that, or the networking business networking groups and say, hey, if you ever need a speaker for a luncheon, I'm your guy, you know. Uh, I'll talk about how, um, you know, for a chiropractor, let's just say I'm just pulling this out of the air here, but uh, and not like, don't don't talk about all the reasons you need to go to a chiropractor. That That's not beneficial to me. But tell me, have a speech about how good posture will make me more money or something, you know. Seven tips uh, to uh, building your business by learning how to be in better alignment or something. You see what I mean? Something I could use anyway that, that helps me that isn't just a sales pitch. Don't just show up and talk a commercial. But this is the kind of thing where if you can say, if you need a speaker, um, and I, you know, use, I'm using the offline metaphor here, but just, just apply this online. It's the same thing. Make it valuable for the gatekeeper. Make it valuable for the person who has a subscriber list or an association or, or something like that. Help them. Help them help their their flock because they wake up in the morning and, and have to say, okay, I'm the leader of this group of people. I'm supposed to serve them today. How am I going to serve them today? How am I going to meet their needs today? And you show up and say, hey, I got a solution to your problem. They say, that's a great solution. Here, let me look like the hero and, and I'll put you in front of them. And then in that trade, then you can get access to their people. So just don't ring doorbells. You know, it's already been done. Just figure out where the fish are and, and go fishing. For sure. For sure. You know, and you know, talking about traffic and, and, you know, reading forums and different things on that, you know, there's always a, a debate about free and paid traffic sources and which one's better. Um, you know, a lot of people that are just kind of getting into marketing online or trying to make money online, um, a lot of people are on a budget. So are there really free traffic sources that are, are, are worth trying? Well, that's going to partly depend on your niche, but ultimately... I think my answer is going to be a, a bit of a tricky answer, but I think you'll get what I'm saying. I say that there is no such thing as free traffic because even if there is really free traffic in a literal sense, you still pay for it somehow with your time or your energy. So you have to factor in not just the financial cost. Uh, I'm not as concerned about the distinction between free traffic and paid traffic as I am about the distinction between targeted versus non-targeted traffic. That, to me, is the, is the bigger issue to focus on. So, you know, when in doubt, I would probably pay for traffic, but not all paid traffic is good traffic, right? So it's not to say free traffic sucks, paid traffic is better, because you could get free traffic today from this podcast, Trevor. It didn't cost anything to, to put this on the net, podcast networks, and you got free traffic from it. In that case, free traffic is great because it has a relationship with you because they listen to your podcast. Right. Uh, and I could go pay for some junk traffic from one of those junk traffic providers that says, we'll give you 8 trillion clicks for 50 cents, you know? And, right. and I go pay for it, and I get nothing. So it, it's, it's not so cut and dry as paid always beats free. Although most times, if you're paying for targeted traffic, it's going to give you a better return on your time, energy, and money than free traffic, right? But the real distinction, I think, is targeted versus untargeted, because whether or not you pay for it, 
the fact that you're wasting your time chasing it if it's untargeted, that's the bigger cost to me. So I always kind of look for indicators uh, that this traffic that's coming is in some way, shape, or form, I have some reliable way to know that they're even into this. This is the perfect example of when people ask, how's your squeeze page converting? And they don't ever take into consideration the quality of traffic that's coming to them. So, so in a perfect example, if you have a dog lover's squeeze page, the quality of your conversion is going to depend on the type of people that you send to it. How's it converting when you send dog people to it? Probably a lot better than if you send all cat people to it. If you send all cat lovers to your dog lover's squeeze page, you can't be surprised that it didn't convert. And it's not your squeeze page's fault. So don't go changing your squeeze page. Well, it's not working. Change the people that are coming to it. You're sending cat people to a dog page. That's the problem, you know? Send dog people, then see how it converts. So whether or not you're paying for it, you're definitely going to be paying for it in a bad way if it's not the kind of traffic that you want. So definitely find a way to get targeted traffic. In the internet marketing space, you know, we talk a lot about solo ads because that's somebody who's already opted into somebody else's list and you're paying for a number of clicks from that person's subscriber list, that's a great indicator because they've already opted into somebody else's list in that niche. How, how do we know? Because that's where we got them from. They couldn't have clicked on this offer unless they were somebody's subscriber. You know? So th there's a great indicator. You know, the past doesn't always equal the future, but it is a great indicator of the potential for future activity. So in a perfect world, I'd rather have 100 clicks from somebody else's list of in a similar niche than uh, you know, 100 random clicks from who knows where, you know? So free versus paid, important distinction, but to me not as important as qualified and targeted versus random. Make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And the only thing that I would add on that is is kind of test what works for you. I mean, you were kind of talking a little bit about that, um, but I think, you know, you don't always believe what you hear. If you got something you want to try or, you know, um, things that are working for you, I mean, I've, I've tried some different things in the past where, you know, when you read on forums and different things, oh, it's all negative, but yet I've ended up making sales out of it. So, you know, mm -hmm. don't believe everything you read, test for yourself, but track your results. I mean, that's, that's pretty important, right? So Yeah, and I think I'm going to go back to something else that you said about doing it in a silo. That's a great way to say it. You know, don't isolate yourself. Isolation is a killer. If you have a mastermind group or a mentor, if you have a place where you can go ask people, just find out what other people are doing. You know, this is such a shortcut. It, I, I wish I could somehow measure the amount of wasted hours, days, weeks, months, and years that people out there all over the world who are trying to do internet marketing are, are blowing and wasting on stuff that is a 30-second answer from somebody else who already knows. You know? Yeah. How many yeah. cumulative hundreds and thousands of years have we burned on, well, I gotta, I gotta figure this out. I'll be up all night trying to figure it out. It's a two-second question from somebody who already knows. Where should I go get traffic? I'll go over here. Done. You know, in the real world, it, 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 we do this all the time. In the real world, we would never be foolish enough to think, I have to go figure this out. When it's just, you know, you know, people have done it before. Hey, how do you do this? It, if you were gonna learn piano, would you get a piano teacher, or would you say, Honey, I'm locking myself in my room. It's piano from here on out. I just gotta figure this piano thing out. You know, you would never do that. It'd be, you laugh. I laugh, you laugh. But well, it's what we're doing on the internet. It's the yeah. same exact thing. Go find somebody. The number one thing you want to do, I think the number one thing that I did right, get around people who are doing it. That's what you need to do. You know, if you hang around the barbershop long enough, sooner or later you're going to get a haircut. You have to be around people that are doing it. 
they can just immediately look over your shoulder. Nope, nope, stop right there. Change this. You got to do this over here. Done. You're, you're instantly unstuck, you know? Getting around other people who are doing it, priceless. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, um, you know, like they always say, there's no stupid questions. You know, we're in a business of working with people, helping people. You know, if somebody's not going to give you an answer, they're not the right person and they're in this business for the wrong reasons. Um, and I think, you know, coming out of the silo, get just getting out there. You know, I've done some hangouts. I've, you know, recorded my voice and myself on video and podcast and audio. I think, you know, if you can kind of get over your fears and just mm. kind of put it out there, I mean, you become personal. You become a real person. And I think that's pretty important. Yeah, be afraid of the right thing. The right thing to fear is not being a person who asks a stupid question or looking you know, embarrassed or whatever. The real thing to be afraid of is to be trapped for years, isolated by yourself. That's the real thing to be worried about, losing your time. Don't yeah. worry about it. There is no danger greater than that. That's the dragon that lurks that's going to kill you, that you're going to sit there and try to build yourself a set of wings, and you're going to end up building chains instead, and you're going to turn around five years later with another show for it. That's the real fear. If you're afraid of that to the real degree that you need to be, that will power you, give you rocket fuel to be avoiding that at all costs, and you'll do whatever it takes to get there. That's what finally did it for me. I had to wave the white flag. I realized, look, if you were going to do it by now, dude, you would have already done it. This whole do-it-yourself thing, not working out for you. How's it working out? Are you there yet? How many more years are you going to? It's like been three years. You spent money. You spent time. You haven't made a cent. Uh, give up yet? You, you ready to you know, surrender, wave the white flag? Because the minute I surrendered, I said, that's it. I'm in trouble. If I don't get some help here, I'm, I'm never going to do this. And I went and I had a mentor within like 48 hours. You know? And after that, six months later, I had done over six figures. Now, I'm not saying everybody's going to do that. But what I'm saying is money started flowing almost immediately because... I had somebody to point out the things I was doing wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. No, a lot of great information. I, and, you know, I'm hoping the listeners are going to really appreciate that. So I'm going to ask you one last question. You mm -hmm. know, I've taken up a lot of your valuable time. So i got one last question for you. So if you had to start all over again, what would you suggest to somebody just starting out today? Wow, um, great question. Um, a couple quick things. You have to have the right revenue model. You have to pick your revenue model. To say I want to make money online, there's so many ways to make money online. And there's so many ways to to make money online that are not even worth the doing of it. It's just like having a full-time job again. So you want to be careful. Pick the right revenue model and pick a mentor. Get, get a mastermind group going. Get a mentor as soon as possible. Find the, the fastest, easiest, shortest way in your particular niche that you can make money, whether it's affiliate marketing or if you already have something to sell, and get somebody who knows what they're doing hands-on as soon as possible. That's probably what I would do. And if you're not sure what revenue model to do, if you're not sure what, uh, what to sell or how to sell the things you already have, then, then get, get the answer from somebody as soon as possible. The, the, the biggest determining factor, if I was walking around to check in on each one of your listeners, the thing I would check for more than anything else would be is there somebody accessible here that knows what they're doing okay you got somebody good you're good if I only had five seconds to peek in everybody's door or window at what they're doing you got somebody to show you what you're doing no you're on your own all right get somebody you got somebody good you're good okay because even even if it's not the perfect fit even if it's not you know if not everything's right that person is making money and they can help you Cash flow is king here. You know, that's, that's the thing. And at the end of the day, you're either making money or you're not making money. And everything else is, if you're not making money, then whatever you're doing is just a waste of time.
So if you, if you, if you have somebody that you can get to, whether it's uh, a, a forum, and be careful there because a lot of people can you know, present themselves as something that they're not. But you know, this is a place where paid is better than free sometimes. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, if there's somebody there that can do cash flow, that, ha that can provably show you that they're making money, that, that's probably the biggest single thing. Don't ever take money-making advice from somebody making less money than you. It's good. <laughs> some good advice right there, for sure. No, I think there's some good actionable steps in there. I think there's um, some things that can really help people get started today um, and get on the right track. So, um, you know, we're, we're here to answer those questions and, and, and help as much as we can. So, you know, between comments and whatnot, we can answer those questions and you know, we'll get that information out for sure. So, yep, and, and I would add to that too, subscribe to Trevor's podcast. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And, uh, you know, with, like I said, within comments and questions, you know, we'll get those questions asked. I'll, you know, I'll bring in whoever I can um, to answer those questions so we get, you know, the answers right from an expert that can truly answer those questions without, you know, all the hype and, and missing missing links in there. And I got I to gotta pay you a compliment, Trevor, that I, I want everybody else to model what you're doing here because Trevor just said the key thing. If I don't have the answer for you, I'll get somebody that has the answer. I'll find it for you. Wait right here. I'll be right back. You know, that that kind of attitude gets you started. You know, you, you may or may not know as much as Trevor. I don't care if you have that attitude. Then you can help me. Be of service to somebody. That's the most important thing. What can I do to help? How can I serve? I don't have that answer, but I'll be right back when, and get it for you. I'll be happy to help. You know. I would rather have the customer service rep on the phone who doesn't know anything but has that attitude than the customer service rep who knows everything and doesn't have that attitude. You know that that's the that's the key here. So Trevor's just stepping up and providing value, and he's not concerned if he doesn't know an answer. That's okay. I can get it, and I'll learn something in the process. So to model that and have that as your mindset when you're out there trying to build your value zone and build your value that you want to provide to other people as part of your list building and your marketing efforts and, and monetization. Keep that attitude in mind, and, and you don't you don't need to be some level of perfect in in the future. Just just do it right now. Just step up, be useful, serve somebody, ask how can I help, and if you don't get have the answer, get it from somebody else. These are, these are the keys to you know pr building a huge list and, pr and pr getting tons of money. Just just earn it. Just deserve it. You know, and Trevor, you deserve it. Much appreciated, and thank you very much. And uh... You know, I think uh, we've got some great information there, and uh, this will be a great first episode. So I'm, I'm pretty excited that uh, I'm taking this journey. You're kind of helping me down that path. So, um, Sterling, I'd like to thank you for, for all your time today. My pleasure. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and uh, we'll talk to you guys real soon. You've been listening to the Dynamite Marketing Explosion Podcast. For more info, check out listbuildingwithtrevor.com.